welcome to Cultivate Connection in this week's meditation. Thank you so much for taking the time and making room and space in your life to cultivate connection. So as we begin today, I just want you to settle in and find yourself in a comfortable position, free from distraction for the next 30 minutes. In this space, I want you to begin to focus on your breath. The sensation of the breath, the inhale and the exhale. Whenever we focus upon our breathing, it brings us into this present moment. And we want to be fully present with the Lord in this space. So as you begin to focus on your breath, I encourage you now to begin to lengthen out the breath a little bit and try to draw that into the deeper spaces of the lungs, beginning to feel the belly rise and fall. Taking those nice deep breaths. And as you focus on the breath and begin to lengthen it out, I'm going to open us in prayer today. God, I thank you for who you are. That you have made a way to be present with us. That you desire to know us, to be near us, to be in relationship with us. That everything you've done is about family. That you're a good father that desires to connect with his children. So I pray today, God, for each one listening. I bless your spirit to rise up and lead over your soul and your body, to connect to Holy Spirit, and to receive everything that God has for you in this space. I bless you to hear his voice, to know his presence, to hear the truth of his word, and to allow it to become a part of who you are, that you would chew on it today, that you would digest it, and that it would assimilate into your being. That you would align yourself with the word of God, not through striving, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. I bless your mind to be transformed. I bless your life to be transformed as you fix your thoughts upon God, upon his truth. As you think upon these things, he is the one by his power that will come in and transform your life. So God, I bless that partnership today for each individual listening, that partnership with you to grow where they will do their part, God, and you will definitely do your part. So we've been working our way in the last few meditations through Romans 8. And we're going to continue on that journey in this meditation. Today we're reading through Romans 8, verse 15 to 18. And we're just going to meditate upon these scriptures. And to meditate is just to chew on or think on again and again. Allowing the scripture to touch your being, touch your mind, touch your heart and allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to you through the truth of his word. 
So I'm going to start by reading Romans 8, 15-18, out of the New American Standard Version. And all I want you to do is open your heart, listen with your heart, to hear and pay attention to anything that God highlights to you. For you have not received a spirit of slavery, leading to fear again. But you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider the suffering of this present time not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. What part of that scripture stood out to you today? highlighted. Let it go deeper into your heart, turning it over in your mind and allowing the Spirit to reveal to you what He has to show you. I'm going to read it a second time. Let the words wash over you. For you have not received a spirit of slavery, leading to fear again. But you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is being revealed to us. Begin to breathe in the truth. Taking those nice deep breaths. Do you realize today that you are not a slave to fear?
but you have received a spirit of adoption. You've been adopted into a new family. And this new family, this kingdom family, this family, God the Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they think differently. There's a new perspective to begin to understand about family. What is your definition today of family? What does family look like for you? What's your current perspective? When I say the word family, what preconceived ideas do you have? What experiences have you had? either positive or negative. What does family look like for you? And can you ask the Holy Spirit how He defines family? Can you see today Father God as your Abba, as your Daddy? Is that a truth that's penetrated your heart? Or are there some things in the way, perhaps, that are not allowing you to embrace Father God as a good, caring, loving Father? And if so, will you ask him to reveal, to remove, to expose anything in the way that's hindering you from knowing Abba, for being able to cry out, Abba, Daddy. today that you are adopted into his family. And even if you have had the best family on earth, I promise you there's still some areas where God needs to redefine family for you, the way he sees it, the way he created it. family in the kingdom, every member has a place. Every person, there's room for each one, for all of your gifts, for all of your talents, for all of who you are. There is acceptance, even when you make mistakes, even when you mess up hugely. Father God still wraps his arms of love around you and doesn't kick you out or reject you. He draws you closer. He longs to be near. Look at the story of the prodigal son. The father runs out to greet him. The son has squandered his inheritance, wasted it all. He's been living with the pigs. He comes back dirty, smelly, broken. 
has screwed up royally. And the father runs out and hugs him and celebrates him and says, my son has come home. Can you feel God's embrace today? Are you willing to come home to him? Or is there areas in your life where you're still a slave to shame, to fear, worried what the father, how he will react to you. And so you're not coming home to him, you're running away. to know the fullness of the spirit of adoption, of what it means. You have an Abba, a father you can cry out to. That just like that prodigal son, no matter what you've done, where you've gone, how you've made a mess, father's out there searching, looking for you, waiting for you to come home, longing for you to come home so that he can adorn you with his love. you child you are co-heirs with Christ you have an inheritance and is there anything you're going through right now suffering just need to see his perspective on because the things we walk through in this present time as we keep our eyes fixed on Christ as we meet him face to face as we see him in the fullness of his glory I promise you friends the words out of your mouth in that day are going to be it was all worth it Whatever you're walking through right now, however hard, and I know some of you are walking through some dark, hard places, but I promise you this, it's going to be worth it. Oh, when you lay your eyes upon the Savior of the the whole earth, Jesus Christ, when we see him in his glory, revealed in the fullness of his glory, we get to see glimpses now. We have opportunity. There's moment. We have access to his presence right now, but there is coming a day when the whole earth will see him in his fullness of glory and all we'll be able to do is fall on our faces. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he is God. I'm telling you, you'll forget. You'll release it all. You'll be like everything I walked through, every hard space. Oh my, it was worth it. Why? Because Jesus is worthy of it all. Can you fix your eyes upon Jesus right now and begin to see his worth? And as you fix your eyes upon Jesus, the problems, the issues, those things that you're walking through, I promise you, they will begin to shrink 
as your gaze upon Jesus, as you give him room and space to grow in your life, the truth of who he is. He's the one who set you free from slavery. He's the one who made a way for you to be adopted by the king of the universe. Can you breathe that in today? Can you meditate upon that today? The God who holds the whole world, the whole universe in the palm of his hand made a way for you to become his son, his daughter. He loved you so much. He ran after you. He's running after you. He's searching for you right now waiting for you to come home and accept the fullness of what he's done for you. The fullness of grace, the fullness of love, the fullness of his embrace. Come, friends. Come, sons. Come, daughters. Know him as father today. Allow him to remove out of your mind, out of your heart, any thinking, any feelings of things that are keeping you out of drawing near to him, of accepting your inheritance as a son of God, as a daughter of God. This week, I personally have been struggling with comparison and with jealousy and with the idea that there's not enough room in the family for me. And it's such a lie. It may be true of earthly families. We may have experienced that in our earthly families, natural families, church families, different organizations perhaps that you work for. In some of these organizations, it's been set up in these cultures that there's not enough room for everyone. Only a certain amount can be successful. Only a certain amount can be in that inner core. But I'm telling you, in the family of God, the way God designed it, there's enough room for all of us. And each one of us are his favorite. The kingdom doesn't work like the earthly realm. bless you today to receive a new definition of family the way God designed it. That you would be released from anything that's holding you back from knowing him that way. Any jealousy, any comparison, any vying for position in your family, in your church, in your organization, that's a worldly system where we have to compete to fit in. We can see that back to the prodigal son, the brother, the other brother who's jealous of the son who comes in. And what does God say to that other brother? He said, everything I have has always been yours. But that brother was striving to try to earn something he already had. One brother squandered it all. The other brother's trying to earn it like crazy. And the truth is, all we have to do is allow the Father to embrace us. To receive that spirit of adoption, to know we are not slaves to fear. 
we just get to be. We get to be his son, his daughter. And God is so big that we can come as we are and we each play a role, a part in a family. A healthy family, every member contributes. Even the youngest infant, a baby. What does a baby bring to a family? Joy, delight. People like to gush over the baby in the family. They just, they bring that, that joy and delight, that newness of life. So from the oldest member to the youngest member, in a healthy family, everyone contributes in a unique way. Who is it that you are when you're not striving? Where is that place in your life where you become fully alive? What brings you so much joy when you're doing it? That's part of your gift to bring to the family that's unique. And friends, there is enough room for all of our gifts together that when we click together, our gifting enhances. We are better together than we are apart when we're outside of striving, when we're outside of jealousy, when we come into that place where I just get to be and you are being, and together we're being a family, each member bringing and contributing to make the family better. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are all completely one, and yet each one of them bring a different aspect to the family. and they love what the other one brings. We are richer together than we are apart. We're gonna jump right back into the scripture from Romans 8, and I'm just gonna read it over you from the message version, just to bring a different perspective. Just again, want you to listen, listen with the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your understanding, and allow the Holy Spirit to take you deeper into encounter with Him through these words, through this truth. This resurrection life you received from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurously expectant, greeting God with a childlike, what's next, Papa? God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are, father and children. And we know we are going to get what's coming to us, an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ goes through. If we go through the hard times with him, then we are certainly going to go through the good times with him. That's why I don't think there's any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. When we understand that 
we are God's children and we begin to act like that. We begin to accept that and walk our lives out. Then we have access to the fullness of everything God has for us. Just as he told that son, the other brother, everything I have is yours. God's not holding out on you. He's not holding back. But my question today for you to ask yourself, to ask Holy Spirit, are you holding out on God? Are you holding back? Is there something keeping you out of his presence right now, of going home to him, of running into his arms and receiving his acceptance and love? Do you have shame holding you back like the prodigal son? Or are you just striving to do it all on your own, to try to please the father like the brother, when already he is so well pleased with you? There is nothing you can do to make God loves you more. And there's nothing you can do to make him love you less. Whether you've squandered the inheritance or strived your whole life, neither of those things change God's heart towards you. Neither of those things change God's opinion towards you. You see, God loves 100% all the way, all the time. He's consistent. He is Daddy God the loving Father who never stops loving you. Will he direct your steps and discipline you to make you better and help you to become who you're created to be? Absolutely. But he will never turn off his love towards you. You can't change that. So I wanna bless you this week to go deep into a revelation of God's love for you. I bless you to know the Father, his heart towards you, his love. I bless you to be able to transition into a place where you can cry out, Daddy God. And if you've been running away from God or striving to try to impress him, right now I declare that ends today. All you need to do is to walk towards him, come into his arms, and let him love you. Let him love the shame off of you. Let him love the striving off of you. Let him love you into the pure form of who he's created you to be, his child. He's created you to be his child. I bless you and declare over you today, you are a child of God. You belong to him and he is your Abba Father. And this week, today, right now, you are set free to cry out, Abba Father. I declare over you right now, you have been adopted and you are a child of God 
You are an heir of God and a co-heir with Christ. You are family. And I bless you to know that whatever darkness you're walking through, whatever suffering is happening right now, I promise you, God is with you in it. He is drawing you through it. He won't leave you there. Keep walking through it. Sometimes we get stuck because we stop walking towards him. Go home to the father who loves you, who will put his robe on you, who will put his ring on you, who will announce to everyone, my son is home and he will celebrate. He will put the most amazing dinner, put the most amazing party on to celebrate you, his son, his daughter. I promise you, it's worth it. May you see Christ in his glory this week in a greater measure. May you know him and be captivated by him and fall into a deeper space of love with your Savior, with your God, with your Daddy.